Well, welcome to the Breathe Mama podcast. I am so excited to have one of my dear friends, Latasha Knapper, as my guest today. And if you are someone who has been through a divorce or is maybe in a place that you are considering divorce, I know that Latasha's story is going to be an encouragement to you. And I'm actually going to let her introduce herself. So Latasha, welcome. Well, thank you, Christine. It's great to be here. And hello to everyone. I am Latasha Napper. I am the founder and creator of Doing Divorce Different and also the podcast host of I Do, I Did, I Don't, where we talk about all things divorce to help equip you, to help educate you, to inspire you, and to encourage you along in the journey before and after divorce. I love it. I love the name of your podcast and I love the name of your business. Uh, I think it really points to your heart. Um, and I'm really excited to kind of be able to share a little bit more about what it is that you do. So why don't we start a little further back? Tell me a little bit about, I'm, I have a feeling that your divorce was unexpected. So if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about how things went down. <laughs> yeah, so very unexpected divorce. I actually had um, just given birth to my third child who mm -hmm. was a little less than four months old when we split. And yes, there was a precipitating event that caused the split and um, it just really shook my world, my being, my everything that I knew to be true, mm -hmm. um, really shook the kids world and was a very difficult process to walk through and a very contentious process. But I also recognized at the time that I needed a lot of support. And this was very different than any other, any other hardship in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, this one was taking a toll on me and, and really um, required me to think differently about how I needed to take care of myself. And part of that meant prioritizing my well-being and the children's well-being and deprioritizing work and not apologizing for that. Um, it meant doing some of the physical things and just like walking. I don't know how many miles I walked along the lake <clears throat> because the lake is very, water is just very renewing for me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so it was just taking the time to not apologize for how I felt, for the experience I was walking through, and for once in my life to really prioritize my needs in order to get to a place of wellness. Yes. So I, I just can't imagine four months postpartum. I mean, you have a newborn and it's not just one child, you have three and everything kind of gets pulled out from underneath you. Can you share with me a little bit and share with us a little bit about how you tapped into that knowing that you needed to prioritize you. I feel like that is really mature and wise and might be really challenging for someone who maybe finds themselves in a similar place. Like, where did you find that strength and that, um, that knowing? Wow. It's, um, it was there. It was there. And I give all credit to God for it being there because I actually questioned myself for a while. I'm like, why am I not? So for, for let me just explain. My husband was a pastor and um, I had, this was not the first time I'd had an 
a very, very negative and world shifting experience with someone in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so at one point I thought I should just be done with God in the church. Like, why do I even still look for this and look to, um, to the church? Mm -hmm. Because that experience was very difficult to walk through already, as you said, being the mom of now three, you know, nursing an, a newborn and still trying to walk through the process, working full time in a very demanding role and really trying to figure out and navigate how do I get through this process in a way that's going to keep me whole. And for me, keeping me whole meant that I was walking away from the marriage, that that was not going to serve me well. And that I had to figure out how to do that. It was a very contentious process, but I will say that God was there every step of the way, mm -hmm. holding my hand through it and giving me the strength that I needed to do it. And uh, the, the, the resources around me, I did not realize that I had a support network that had come around me within my son's school, at work, mm -hmm. at church at home and actually church was another thing that was I think this is why the question came up of why am I just not done with church because now not only am I losing the marriage and everything that I thought to be true and what we were building and all of the dreams and the goals that had been set in that picture of this family together for years and years to come mm -hmm. I also lost a church family and did not have that support and that was really, really hard, along with the, my own personal loss. It was losing that, a, what I felt should have been a support network, but what honestly, truly had never really been a support network. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of um, meditating, mm -hmm. a lot of really just going... It, it was just shape-shifting. For me, God was very clear with me. This was not my issue. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what helped me to get through it. This was not, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not good enough as a wife. I don't do enough. I don't, I don't work hard. It was none of those things. This was absolutely my ex-husband's issue that he needed to deal with. And he needed to do that with God. And I felt that God was very clear that while we were together, that wasn't going to happen. And so I rested and I took refuge in that and knowing that I can take the time to work on me mm -hmm. while he, with God, while he took the time to work on him. And um, it was just so traumatic that I just could not do anything but focus on my own well-being. And I had no choice. I had three kids. I had an infant. I had to figure out and find the strength somewhere to do it. Thank you for sharing that. I really resonate with the, like, I didn't have a choice, <laughs> you know, yes. I had to figure it out. And yet in the aftermath, you can look back and say, I saw God. I saw community, even if it didn't look the way that I thought it would. And, um, and there was a lot of grace in that, even though it was, as I can only imagine, one of the most challenging experiences of your life. It so, was, Christine. And I, I, let me add this, because it sounds so horrible as I talk about everything that was bad about it, right? And it was, it was really bad. But 
even within the experience, I could see God and I saw the good that was happening. I Mm -hmm. saw the, I had never been as close to God in all of my life. And it was really a very rich time and a wonderful, wonderful time of communion with God for me. Um, I would not go back and change it. Mm -hmm. I would not change the situation because of what I gained in the process and who it shaped me to be on the other side of it. And so while yes, a a really hard experience to walk through, but there was so much growth that took place in the midst of it at the same time. Wow. And I embraced it. Yeah. I think that's the difference, right? I mean, we certainly probably both know people who were really destroyed by something unexpected happening in their lives, but we do have some agency, we have some choice in how we respond. And certainly there are, I'm sure there were days that it didn't feel as, you know, wrapped up in a bow as maybe it sounds like right now. And yet you had a choice in that and you embraced it and um, you were changed for the better. And I think that that gives so much hope um, to anyone in any kind of life-changing situation, whether it's a cancer diagnosis or an unexpected um, divorce. So can you tell me now a little bit about how that connects to your business doing divorce different and your podcast? Yes. As I walked through the process, it was not only was it traumatic to be getting divorced, but interacting with lawyers along the the journey was also trauma in its own way. And um, what I realized is there are so many things. I, I, this is how I felt. I'm a reasonably intelligent woman. You know, I have some post-secondary education and I should be able to figure these things out, right? But you don't really know much about divorce when you're so vested in being married and making that work. And then you find yourself there And what I realized is that we are very vulnerable. It is a very highly emotional time. We are very vulnerable to sharks in the water. And there are a lot of sharks in the water in the process. And so I paid way more than I should have had to for my divorce, partially because it was contentious, but also partially because the lawyers kind of fed that in order for us to continue in the legal process, which meant they continue to be paid for it. And I just, you know, the emotional toll and the mental toll that that took on me, I did not want other women to experience that. I did not want other men, honestly, to experience that. There's no reason that we have to learn the same lessons over and over and Mm -hmm. over again as each person individually walks through their unique divorce journey. And so I set out to create what I didn't have, which was a a repository, kind of this one-stop shop to help people to become educated about divorce, um, about what their options are in divorce, about how the law works and how the court looks at it. Because what we assume is that what's morally right is also what's legally right, and they are not at all the same things. And so that, once I figured that out, things went a little bit better for me. But I just thought, I don't believe this experience was just for me. I think it it was for more than just me and to help other people through the journey. And so now there is um, 
the podcast that talks about some of the issues related to divorce. It could be financial issues that you're having. It could be property or real estate division or uh, parenting time with children. It could be just emotionally handling. How do you get through this and get to a place of healing and forgiveness? But the goal is to make sure that you are anyone that's walking through the process that we're engaged with the community is spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially well at the end of a divorce. Wow. That's a really compelling vision and mission that you have. And I want want to know a little bit more about what you said. It's like a one-stop shop. So what are some of the services and things that you provide with doing divorce different? Yeah, so our signature offering is a Divorce 101 course, and that is coming up soon. If you are interested, you can absolutely go to the website to sign up for the waiting list now, but that should be launching very soon. Um, Additionally, there is a community of support through Facebook where we can just encourage each other, where we can talk about some of the the things that are difficult and when you need a listening ear of people who understand uh, what's happening. There um, is the podcast as well that educates about all of the matters that are related to divorce uh, and and uniquely sometimes to women and uniquely sometimes to men. So this is by all by means no um, not only for women because men have a very difficult time through divorce as well. It's just that it looks and manifests itself differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, There is a blog of articles and you can watch us on YouTube and watch some of the shows and the, the, um, and then there's a store with um, things to help support your friends or yourself as you're walking through a divorce where you can purchase items that um, we're still adding to that, but you know, it could be a t-shirt that says I do, I did, I don't, or it could be, um, you know, a gift basket for a friend who's walking through a divorce. There are several different things that are continuing to come and grow in the, uh, the vision that I have in, in my head for how this goes. I love that. I think, yeah, for me too, thinking about, you talked about just encouraging one another, being in like conversation and connection with other people who have been where you've been or, you know, are further along or, you know, I I think that that in my own healing journey has been so powerful. And I think I was resistant to it in the beginning. Um, And I don't know if you felt this at all, Latasha, but like, I don't, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to be a part of this club. (laughs) And so I think I really struggled with like really hanging around other cancer survivors and like really connecting with other people. And it wasn't until I went on a climbing trip with First Ascents uh, last fall and met a bunch of other young adults who are impacted by cancer of all kinds that I really started to integrate that into my identity. And so I'm curious, um, has this business helped you integrate that into your identity? Do you feel like it wasn't so hard for you? Um, I'd love to know. It wasn't so hard for me, Christine. And part of the reason is I feel like I've always lived my life this way where I'm willing to share my experiences for the benefit of others. Um, And so pretty early on in the journey, as I was trying to find my way, I started going, wow, this is, you know, it's the way my brain works, right? How do you make this better? Why does this process function this way? This is very inefficient. You know, this could be better. That could be done. Mm -hmm. 
And so as I had those experiences and started collecting notes, um, it just was a natural progression to figure out, well, how do I make this available? What I what also really stood out for me and one of the other offerings I didn't mention is the one-on-one individualized coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself having conversations over and over with women about their divorce journeys and realizing that they were in the same place that I was where I just didn't know so many things. And to have someone who had no financial interest in it, but that truly cared about the individual and could share information that could be pivotal in how they move forward, that could save them money in the long run, that could help them get to that path of healing a little faster was, um, it just, it just made sense. And it, it, it felt like something that I would do and have always done. And Mm -hmm. so making that, that transition to doing this and sort of that becoming part of my identity is one facet of that identity of really trying to help serve others Mm -hmm. by sharing my story, because I think our stories are very powerful. And I don't think that they're given to us just for us, but for the benefit of others. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, one of my favorite topics is soul care. So I'm curious, what does that look like for you now? Well, Part of it is being a part of Soul Care Society because I recognize how important that that became for me. I I realized how much I neglected myself during the marriage. I was married for 17 years and together probably 24, I think. And so I had developed this pattern of putting my needs aside in order to meet the needs of my husband at the time, to meet the needs of the children, to meet the needs of the church, to meet you know, the needs of whoever, it just wasn't Latasha. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I realized that that is no longer acceptable. It's not okay for me to neglect myself in such fashion and feel that I can serve myself or serve others. And so soul care now is part, it's it's making the investment in, in taking the time. It is the commitment I made to myself to have a massage once a month because I need to take care of my body and and it makes me feel good. Um, It is every now and then buying a piece of jewelry that I like or taking a a long walk again along the lake. And it's sometimes just breathing and just, and I learned that from you, Christine, about just taking the time to use my breath to help heal me in the place that I'm in at the moment. And it's been really life-changing for me. And I think has really, really helped me to move forward in a more empowered way and in a way that um, in a stronger fashion of wellness for me. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, especially when you are, I mean, not only as a mother, but giving in your work, it's so important. And we know this, we can't pour from an empty cup, but having that foundation really allows us to, I think, serve the people that we coach or support so much better. And it also sets the example, not only for our kids, but for the people that we walk alongside that not only am I just telling you that this is important, but I'm actually living it out. And I hope that you can see the benefits of prioritizing my well-being at a very deep level. So whether that's something external like a massage, which I think is 
should be required for all all moms <laughs> at least once a month. Yes. Um, but or connecting with your breath and recognizing that you have a tool at your disposal that doesn't cost any money or take much time, but really just that mindfulness. Um, and I'm so encouraged to hear that that has been helpful for you. So if you had to say something, what would you tell a woman who is maybe where you were when your youngest was four months old? What, what would you say to encourage or give her hope? I'd say you have everything within you, every ounce of strength. You have every, um, the, the wherewithal, you can and will, you will be better on the other side. You can mm -hmm. get to the other side. It doesn't feel like it immediately when you're, you're walking through the maze and the pain and sometimes the drama that comes with divorce but know that there are many people that walk through it and they survive, they get through it, they get through it and get to a much better place. And I think that all of us can do that. There is a world of community um, of support available, whether it's coming to doing divorce different or if it's other communities that are out there, there are people out there that are your people who can support you through the process and honestly want to pour into you to give you the encouragement and insight that you need to be well and to get through it. That's amazing. I think divorce, cancer, there's so many other life things that come our way that can feel so isolating or that we can feel like yeah. we're alone in it. And so just knowing that there are your people out there and there are people who want to love on you and um, help you with the things like you said you created what you didn't have and to provide those tools but to provide also i love those e-words used equip and educate and encourage i think that's so powerful to do that not only from a place of um you know because your heart is in it but also because you have a story and because you've lived it and um I'm, yeah, I'm just so excited for when Divorce 101 uh, is available. And uh, what is your website? So the website is uh, www.doingdivorcedifferent.com. And you can all of it also find us on YouTube. Uh, and if you were to search for I Do, I Did, I Don't, which is the podcast, you'll find all of the past videos there of um, probably a year's worth of content of the podcast that talks on all sorts of subjects from finances to children to um, mental and emotional wellness to property and real estate. So amazing. Awesome. And of course, all your social media channels as well. <laughs> Doing divorce different. Yeah. So, um, gosh, I should have had something in front of me so that I can tell you exactly what all of them are, all of the uh, handles are. I am, let me just take a quick peek so that sure. I. I've got it right because some of them are um, doing divorce different. There is a, a, a private Facebook group. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Instagram at doing divorce, doing underscore divorce. Awesome. And on um, there's a TikTok page and a, I'm sorry, I should have this all like lined out for you, but I don't. <laughs> That's okay. It's amazing. I'm guessing there's links on your website to those. Yeah, absolutely. Come to the website, doingdivorcedifferent.com, and you will find all of the social channels where you can follow us online. 
Amazing. Well, Latasha, I feel like I learned some new things about you and your story that I didn't know. And I'm so grateful for your honesty and your authenticity and sharing and doing so for the benefit of other people. Um, I think your heart for helping others is so beautiful and so clear, especially in the work that you're doing now with Doing Divorce Different. So thank you so much for being here today and for uh, being so open with uh, your story and your your growth. Well, thank you so much for Christine for having me and allowing me to share this story and um, and what I am doing to help others at this point. I really appreciate you lending your platform so that I could do that. Of course. Well, I will see you soon. I know. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye.